What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of the Antler Up podcast. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Jim Diagostino with Dimitri out on vacation with his family. Jim and I have a fun and entertaining conversation with Brandon McDonald. Many of you already know who Brandon is by watching his great YouTube content. So in true fashion, we get down to who the man is behind the camera drinking whiskey and smoking cigars. You name it, and we have it covered in this episode. With how and why Brandon wanted to begin his YouTube channel, his new adventure with Mirror Mortal Archery, and how he is giving back to the veteran community. We discuss his dream hunt and bow setups and a whole lot more. We sure hope you enjoy this one, and if you do, make sure you go follow Brandon's channel and check out Mere Mortal Archery right now. So sit back and enjoy this fun episode. And before we get into this episode, I want to share with you a few discount codes that will help you save some money and get ready for the upcoming hunting season. The Elk Collective is the virtual elk hunting resource with tons of videos and information to get you ready to go chase some elk. And if you use code PODCAST, you'll save $30 today at theelkcollective.com. Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly innovative and science-based products that save the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. New things are on the horizon, so use code ANTLERUP to save 20% off at spartanforge.ai. Just a quick side note, we'll be hosting a Tether Teach and Train Tour event August 22nd at West Branch Sportsman's Club from 2 o'clock to about 6 o'clock. This time frame and this time frame, the event is free. So just go ahead and sign up at tethernation.com. But however, before the event, there will be a 3D shoot, which is $10 per person, so if you want to go and shoot early, for, I think it starts about nine o'clock. Go ahead. You just pay 10 bucks. Go shoot some foam. Stay afterwards for some food and some prizes and definitely check out what we have going on with Tethered. So check out tethernation.com. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. We have on the other line, Brandon McDonald. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing this evening? Dude, yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to be on and thank you guys for the invite. Very, very much appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Well, just a, you know, just a quick heads up. Dimitri's on vacation. We got a special co-host here with us today. We got Jim Diagostino, which I'm sure everybody knows already with being on the podcast and everything. But, you know, Jim, thanks for for coming in and and filling in for Dimitri and having fun with this one. I'm sure if if we were going to have a guest for you to come on, lined up perfectly to have Brandon on. So, oh. We're going to just nerd out. Yeah, we're going to nerd it out. Yep. <laughs> All this is fine perfectly tonight. I have big shoes to fill yeah. uh, with Dimitri, but I'm going to do my best. Nah, man. Good stuff. Well, Brandon, you know, first off, again, thanks for coming on. We're, we're excited for, for, uh, for this conversation. But, you know, we, we kind of just before we went rolling, we talked a little bit about the cigars. And, man, we just want to know who is the guy behind the cigars and whiskey? Who is Brandon McDonald? Um, that was an accident by the way like that was literally just me being lazy one night and it and it was so just i'm so happy that that became the shtick yeah because now i get to do that more and i just tell jocelyn my wife i'm like babe i'm really sorry i have to go down and i have to drink some whiskey and i have to and i have to smoke a cigar because it's going to take me two and a half hours to shoot this 10 minute video yeah so, so a little bit about me i uh originally from denver colorado moved up to nashville when i was going to college went to college for music 
which is interesting uh graduated and actually played bass guitar on the road for three years for different like pop artists okay uh, and decided that I wanted to make money instead of going in the sitting in the back of a, you know, a tube, fl- you know, flying around the country or driving around the country in a bus or a van and uh, got into real estate. So I've been doing real estate since 2006 full time and then bought some property north of Nashville, about 25 acres, got into uh, got into archery uh, about a decade ago or so. Yeah, I had a bow when I was a kid, kind of messed around, but like picked it back up as an adult and started deer hunting out here and feeding the family on whitetail. And then about five years ago, I really started digging in more and then realized that I wanted to start, uh, start filming my own hunts because I got off of my first elk hunt with my brother-in-law in in Colorado. And we literally hadn't taken one picture, not one picture. And I was like, how did this happen? And we were both like, well, I don't, I just, I thought maybe you were, and I wasn't, and you know, we weren't, neither of us were like real huge into social media four or five years ago. And it, you know, not, not like it is now where you're just sharing every moment of your life, it seems. Um, and so, yeah, it just, it was kind of gut wrenching to get off that and not being able to capture those memories. So I thought to myself, a way to learn how to use camera equipment is to start filming stuff and to start a YouTube channel so that I'm holding myself accountable where I'm, where I'm filming gear and I'm, and I'm learning about these pieces of gear. And, and I've never tried to set myself up as some sort of expert. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who's on the journey with everybody else. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, man. And then about two years ago, when I kicked the YouTube channel off, life just started getting better. Like that genuinely life, just like my life has become so much more fulfilling over the last couple of years because the community of people that have, that, that I've entered into that I've kind of forced my way into is such a cool community of people. Um, there are some dicks, obviously, like it's not, it's not everybody. Yeah. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, by the way, you're good. Whatever you want. Okay. Man. All right. Um, so yeah, there, there's some, there's some bad folks in here, but overall like 99.9% of people are, are so awesome. And yeah, life's just gotten better because I've gotten to meet some people that are just super, super motivated and excited about life, serving people, you know, uh, helping people, wanting to make people better at stuff. And, um, and yeah, so that's kind of been the journey up until now. Dude, I love exi- that answer because on, I'm a school teacher. I'm a health and physical education teacher. I'm a varsity baseball head coach. When I started Antler Up, that was kind of the main, this was just an outlet for me to continue educating myself and others in the world that I've always loved. I've grew up hunting. I've been in the outdoors and there was a part in time in my life where the that kind of escaped and hindsight's 2020 that's what i needed during those kind of quote unquote you know darker times well you know they weren't super dark but it was just you know the crazy times of after graduation finding a job starting a a life with with a significant other and all that type of stuff with my wife and uh now it's it's just kind of the revolving door how can i continue to educate myself and others and man so that's that's awesome to hear and then on top of that how you were just saying about meeting people and you know how everybody is and I mean, Jim, we, I was actually on a podcast earlier today with an individual for his podcast. And he asked me about this community. He's just start rolling. And I told him, man, like whenever you keep thinking of like, it sucks and just keep plugging away. And it doesn't matter if no one's listening, if you're having fun, just continue to do that. And kind of like Jim and I, we grew up, we, 
not we grew up in the same vicinity of, of town area and you know we didn't know each other and he messaged me through instagram over a year ago and we kind of kept tabs on each other we met in person and when we met in person like now uh he's another he's a seriously like a brother from another mother and he's yeah. he's seriously my best friend besides you know mike and dimitri these three guys are my core best best friends and uh it's just this community of of what archery and and hunting has has brought and i i'm pumped for you because you you could see that through your videos and you're just like every other individual that just loves gear that loves hunting that loves archery yep. and hunt like it's just it's cool man and and that's why I've, I've been dying to get you on and and uh have this conversation yeah man, like, no, i really appreciate that yeah and, and it was funny while you were giving jim those uh compliments he turned his video off yeah. to wipe his eyes yeah <laughs> i keep getting this spam wrist call for some reason i'm doing this on my phone and i keep getting this spam wrist call and i keep trying to get rid of it but i apologize nah, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally messing with you yeah, don't do it again <laughs> dude, you're dude, fired what you've been saying is that you know I came across your videos uh, over a year ago and we happened to be going through like the school of knock at the same time. And that's when I, you know, got into like crazy YouTube binge where I'm looking for, you know, trying to up my game with gear and fundamentals and all these sorts of things. And, you know, you came across your videos and you're super relatable and, and down to earth. And it seems just like a guy that we, like I would hang out with, or, you know, we would hang out with where we like to just sit around and, and, and BS about archery stuff and hunting tactics and maybe smoke a cigar from time to time and drink a yeah. little whiskey. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that's, that's how we got to know you and, 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 uh, this community, like you said, is just unbelievable. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that hunters, man, that's, that's kind of why I've started to spin the channel a little bit into like the mere mortal archery stuff, which is giving back to vets. And then also a little talking a little bit about the financial education. Cause the more I've gotten into this, the more capable, I believe the guys and gals are that are in the community of genuinely leading the country in the right direction. And I've been like, Holy crap. Like, I, I don't know what my voice is going to be in this, but like there's some powerful ass people in the community and I want, and I want to call on those people. Like I want to challenge those people and anything that I can do to try to help, you know, make things better. There's obviously a lot of people that do like fine or that do uh, fitness stuff, mm -hmm. you know, elk shape and, and, and just, you know, Cam Haynes watching those guys there there's, there's a lot of that aspect um, in the business already. And I'm really weak in that legitimately week, uh, week in that area. So it's something that I'm, it's something that I'm working on, but you know, I wanted to kind of, yeah, started to bring the finance stuff into the channel just a little bit and, and maybe it's not super relatable, but I don't care. I'm going to keep talking about it anyway. I don't care. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Well, Brandon, what would you say, like kind of got the, uh, the bug going. And then obviously you talked about the whole, you know, you, you were out in Colorado, you did the hunt, you didn't really take pictures and all that stuff, but you know, when you are putting out the content that you're putting out, it's a lot. I mean, I know there's thousands of people that know that it is a lot to do and edit and put out quality, valuable stuff. Like that's the key word I think is valuable. Right. And, and yours is how, when did that rabbit hole just go for you? Because I mean, it, it's, it's a, I mean, it's a slippery slope to go down there and I'm, oh, for sure. you know, like, yeah, talk, talk, sure. talk no, a little I, bit about I, that. I agree. So I think that the the gear obsession has always kind of been like my wife says that when I get into a hobby, I don't just like dip my toe in. I just, yep. you know, like I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm getting into golf. 
and and then I'll come home with five thousand dollars worth of clubs and forty <laughs> different kinds of balls, and I've gone to Nike store and I've got fifteen different outfits. You know, like yep. I'm just I've always been that kind of person. So when the archery stuff really kicked off, and I realized like I was hunting whitetail here, and I enjoy whitetail hunting okay, but now that I've kind of started doing some other stuff, whitetail hunting is like it's the most boring hunting that probably exists the majority of the time followed by the craziest rush that you've ever had in your life. Like when a big deer walks in and you go from like kind of daydreaming to, to just over the top. And so I wanted that feeling more and more. So I wanted to start forcing myself to book hunts. And I, again, that's why I started the YouTube channel because I thought I need this content. I, I will need this content to be able to put on the page. And I knew that the desire for adventure and the desire to kind of shape my life and craft my life, those, those kind of went hand in hand. It's the accountability of knowing that I need stuff to post is, is, is feeding that, uh, that need for adventure. So it's kind of ramped up. I would say the year before I started the page, that was when I bought the first year that I did it, I bought three different bows this was before last year when I did the five bow, yep. you know, the big five bow video, um, which is how most people kind of found me. Cause the first year of my, of my, my channel, I think I was sub a thousand, you know, I was under a, a thousand subscriptions my entire first year. Like, but I didn't care yeah. because I know that I'm building a foundation. I'm learning how to use the camera and all that kind of stuff. So to go back to your question, the, I think that the year before I really got serious because I knew that I wanted to start doing more Western hunts. And the truth is like making a, a 30 yard shot on a white tailed deer is one thing, making a 70 yard shot on an elk after you've been hiking for 10 miles and you're exhausted and your feet hurt and you've been camping for five days and now you have to break it down and haul it out. Totally other deal. Yeah. Totally different deal. And that's the, and that is the adventure that I want in my life. So I knew that I was going to have to dig in and I started learning more about arrows, you know, started watching more YouTube, uh, you know, about arrows. And I think I had a shoulder shot, a white tail at one point and didn't get a pass through and it still kill, killed the deer. I, I was pretty steep in my stand. So I started like looking into like, I wonder, is this a mechanical thing? Is this a, you know, what, what is this? And then, you know, I mean, you can imagine the type of content that you're finding on, you know, that you're finding on YouTube about all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Ashby and ranch Ferry, And, and, uh, so I dove deep down that rabbit hole and then you find, you know, Aaron Snyder with Kafaru and, and, you know, just the more you learn about this stuff, the more we all kind of find the same group of people to kind of glom onto. Cause we, we, we kind of learn to trust the information and grab snippets from all those people. Like maybe you don't want to shoot, you know, a 675 grain arrow that ranch Ferry is recommending. Um, you know, or, and now the hunting public guys are shooting really heavy arrows. So maybe you say, no, 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 I'm going to go and I'm going to listen to elk shape and I'm going to listen to Dan Staten and Aaron in their latest YouTube video where they were Aaron from Kafaru, where they were talking about, you know, more reasonable weight arrows. So I, I think for me, it's just like, I'm still watching all of YouTube, still trying to learn stuff. And so, yeah, I would say maybe, maybe three and a half years ago, it really just started, you know, this bug just crawled under my skin for some reason. That's awesome. Yeah. What, I mean, what about you? What do you guys like, what are you guys into? When did you catch the bug for all this stuff? You know what? It was actually two, two, three years ago. And I'm a big gear guy myself where 
if my wife wants to have a buy a new Roomba or some type of piece of item that you know you, you want to look up reviews for i'm going to try to find good content videos on that kind of real world like not sponsored like hey this is the greatest thing since you know whatever yep. I, w- I would watch a few of these man like even if it was just a question like when i first started fletching my own arrows four years ago how do you fletch an arrow you know what i mean yeah. it was this was even before dudley had his good videos out like watching some of these videos and then once i got the hang of it not to say my my video is going to be the king or anything like that. But I'm like, I think I could help someone out and do different angles and show them exactly the layout and whatever. So it's kind of been that progressed. And then, you know, antler up started and, you know, we were kind of like, you know what, let's make hunting a lot harder and let's try to film things, you know? <laughs> yeah. <no> joke. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. uh, I just kind of went down that role. And I mean, honestly, I, my favorite things to film and, and create as far as video content is concerned is the, like gear review videos. Like I love doing that. You know, I have three in a tank that I'm still editing for like my setup for next year, what I'm, how I run it and all that type of stuff. And, you know, saddle hunting and how I go about doing that. But I mean, that's kind of where it all started was because of putting other, if, if I could help Jim figure out, this is why I love my Kefaru pack for saddle hunting here in, in Pennsylvania, because I'm, if I go hike up, uh, up these hills and mountains and I'm packing out, it has that capability. So this is why I picked the striker XL pack. You know what I mean? Like there, that's the stuff that I love. So that's, I would say my bread and butter to that. Um, and then just the podcast itself is just, man, I've, we've been going strong for over a year and a half. We have not missed one week and we want to be able to talk to individuals like yourself. If I'm lucky now, obviously the summer, I'm, I'm a little bit more flexible where I could have two to three time podcast. But if it's that one, yeah. one time in a week where I could come down and Dimitri comes over cause he lives right down the road and we get a chance to talk to individuals like yourself and learn and get it out there. Like, man, that's the, that's the crux of why I do this, you know? Yeah, that's great, man. That's awesome. What about you, Jim? Um, well, for me, I've always been a gear nut. Um, I, I got into archery when I was five. My dad got me my first bow, but my dad has always been um, a tinkerer and he's always had like a little home bow shop and uh, all the way back to the days where he had like some handmade bow presses that would uh, that were extremely dangerous. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he taught me a lot and I think that I will always wanted to take things to the next level, going to 3d shoots with him, going on hunts with him and just being like in awe, like him being like a superhero with a bow and arrow. And then, you know, I got, I took it, I took it a step further, but then I, you know, I took a little break because of college. And then once I got out of college, um, I decided to pick it back up again. Uh, we fast forward a little bit, a few years after that. And now I have a full blown archery shop. I run a side business out of my house. I dove down the rabbit hole hard. Like I said, I did the, the school of knock right around the same time you did. It's just been a blast. I mean, it's, this community is unbelievable. It's, it's by far, it's changed my life in so many ways for the better. It's just healthy mentally, physically, and I, I can't see myself ever giving it up. It's just, uh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I feel exactly the same way. I don't know what it is. It's like the more I do it, the more I want to do it. Yeah. And you are right now, especially because I, I do want to talk about and let's talk about it here. Your mere mortal archery. I mean, that's when I saw you release that a few weeks ago, I, I said to my wife, Brandon McDonald just started mirror mortal archery, giving back to veteran communities. And she was like, who the hell's Brandon McDonald? <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, I, I said, do, do you know when I'm watching the, uh, those old videos with the guy, uh, 
drinking whiskey or smoking a cigar or the guy that bought like all the five bows she goes oh that guy i said yeah she goes nice she goes good for him she's like an all i said yeah so talk about that you know for right now like what do you what's your plans with that where do you want to take that just because i think that is kind of like what we were just saying before it's it could it could lead into something and i know you even said it on the video you don't know where that's going to go and you know what are what is a goal for that i mean i'm sure you've already checked mark a few off because i saw you you've done it and i want you to talk about it yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what where the idea came from. I, I think that I've always wanted to provide value on the channel. And I've never like the first two videos I made, I was like, hey, you know, please like and subscribe. And I felt like I don't know why, because it's fine to say that stuff, but it felt weird for me. So I just stopped doing that. Like I stopped asking people to like and subscribe. And, and I realized that what I wanted was I wanted more of a mission for the channel. Like I wanted more of a mission for this stuff. And I realized that the same kind of um, discipline, hope, and drive that archery has given me, like it's, it's literally spread throughout my life. I don't know what it is. You, you go home and you want to be better at something. And I think that I've heard a lot of people who like get, get deep into, um, you know, bodybuilding or, or CrossFit, those kinds of things. It's the same kind of thing where this discipline begets discipline. And so what, what I decided, and, and I actually did it back in October. Um, I decided that I wanted to do something that was going to, that was going to give back to vets and knowing that like, giving somebody a bow and saying, you need to get good with this. You have a mission because in six months we're going to book a hunt and we're going to go on this, on this hunt together and you can't suck because you're going to shoot an animal and, and just hoping that that, uh, hoping that that psychological, um, future, knowing that there's something to look forward to that they're not having to come up with the resources for, but that they still have to earn because I can't, I can't force somebody to practice. I can give them all the tools, but, I, but if I put a $2,500 rig in your hand with the best arrows I've got, you're, and you, st- you can literally go out and still miss stuff at 30 yards because you didn't put the time in. So it's kind of this, you know, I, I mean, I guess it would be like leaving the horse to water type of thing and just, and just hoping that it, it's able to grant some people some, some hope for the future. And I, I, I didn't know how, how well it was going to do. I mean, I, I printed a certain number of shirts and I printed a certain number of hats and I was like, Jocelyn, you and I may be wearing this mere mortal archery stuff until the day we die. We may be using them for rags <laughs> as I'm changing oil on the car, you know, and we sold the first once we finally did the video and I, I went back and forth. I, I shot the video like three different times, different ways. And I just hated the way it came out. And I finally, uh, I finally said, no, I have to, I have to do this. Like, I just have to make it happen. I just have to get this out here and get it started. And it was, it was a super honest video where I just sat there and I started talking and then I just chopped it up where it made sense, put some, you know, video Jocelyn moving around in the shirts and we sold everything in 12 hours. It was amazing. Congratulations, man. It was, it was crazy. Well, you know what though? I feel like a, um, I feel like a vessel. I don't feel like I'm, um, I'm super thankful and I'm super thankful because of what this is about to do. So I, I shipped my, I had a, a, my Matthews traverse 
which was like one of my favorite bows. Like I loved that bow and I had a lot of good memories with that bow. And then one of the, uh, Caleb with enduring warrior was telling me about a firefighter who had a, you know, a burned building basically fall on him and he, he's on his road to recovery. And he was like, you know, once this thing gets off the ground, you know, and, and you get some money in the, in, in the pile from everything, you know, this is the first guy in here that I'd like to give something to. And I was like, dude, I got this traverse. Let's ship this, this guy like right now. I didn't like pay myself the money out of mere mortal. Like I just, you know, just, just ship the thing off to him. And I cannot describe the feeling of FaceTiming with that guy. Like it, it's just one of those things where it just keeps the fire lit just like getting on an animal just like picking up the bow and shooting a really good round just like i I don't know i don't know how to describe it man it just it's another thing that's just pulled me deeper into this so um i i just got another round of hats in reordered t-shirts uh and and hopefully more of those things will come in i'm I'm, i don't know much about this side of it at all I, i know nothing about it and and so I'm I'm trying to kind of surround myself with people and and reach out to people that are like, hey, I do this thing, you know. Like I met a couple of guys at the Total Archery Challenge that do like truck wraps, and they do some merch sales for other folks. And I was like, hey, I here help me <laughs> yeah. because here's what I'm trying to do, and I want to make this better. I want to make great products that people are going to enjoy having, that they're willing, that they're glad that they paid the money, and then it's going to a fantastic cause. Because a hundred percent of the profits, like it's me shoving stuff in boxes, and you know, Jocelyn helped me on this last round, and we'll do it for as long as we can until it gets too, you know, until it gets too big. If it, as long as it gets too big, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's I don't know what the future is, but we're going to help like this guy, Andrew, that we gave this boat to. Nice. It was kind of a mistake actually. Cause he's a lefty and we gave him a righty bow. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like, man, this is so great. There's only one problem. <laughs> so they immediately took the bow back to him, ran to the shop and there was a used uh, Halon 32 lefty at the shop. And they were like, give us that one. And we're going to swap it out. And here you go. So, I mean, he still ended up with an amazing bow, but like that guy, that guy, I'm going to help that guy. Yeah. We're going to get that guy some arrows. Andrew and I are going to go on a hunt. Hopefully in January, he's going to be involved in an enduring, in an enduring warrior hunt where maybe we get to go do javelina and, and deer like that guy. We're going to make an impact for that guy's life. Yep. And hopefully there's thousands of that guy, but for sure, Andrew green, I think his last name was green. Andrew green has a tool that is going to help him that is going to help him have more hope for the future for himself. Man, that's where I applaud you so much because, you know, as a teacher and as a coach, when I was sat in on interviews and it's even one, when I sit in on interviews to hire new teachers in our department and stuff, look at them. And, and I've, this question was asked for me is, you know, what, what is your goal? Like what kind of impact, like, what do you want to do? And if, if I have that capability of, of touching one individual, one student, one player's life in a positive manner, just one, because I know I'm not going to do it for everybody. Heck, everybody knows, you know, that's impossible. But if you have that one opportunity, that's why you do what you do. You know what I mean? And man, you're just going to continue to throw gasoline on that fire. That's going to continue to do that. And, and here's the thing, it's, it's not selfish. It's, it's for, it's for the good for someone else's life to be better and going through a dark time when that could save their, their life. Some fascinating, awesome stuff. It's great for the archer community. It's great for the veteran community. It's great for those people's lives and man, and you're just doing it. So 
you know, but you know what there, but I want to be totally honest too, because it is a little selfish at the same time because it makes me feel amazing. Yeah. It genuinely makes me feel amazing. I'm going to start asking people to like and subscribe to videos and I'm going to guilt the crap out of them. I'm going to literally, it's going to be funny, but I'm going to guilt the crap out of them. So the channel is going to grow, yeah. which is, which is good for me. And I'm going to make more contacts in the industry that hopefully I'll get access to go on hunts that I may not have been able to go on before. And I'll be able to continue to grow relationships with guys like you that, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten like you're gonna just uh, you're just gonna have like me two years ago when I wasn't doing YouTube on no, yeah. you know like the reason that I'm on your podcast is because you believe that I bring some value to the archery community yeah. in a in a more public way. So it's it's a perfect synergistic relationship that I get great benefit from, and hopefully I will provide value to people as well. Well, if you do what you've been doing, I mean, that, that value is there and it's just going to continue to grow. So just keep doing what you're doing, man. And, and go from there, Jim, go ahead, man. I know you're, you're, you're thinking of something. I was just going to say that I really feel like it's going to continue to just explode because of the way he presents it. And, you know, he, he feeds off of this um, concept where he says it is, it's like a mission and that's exactly what these people need. Right. is a mission as they're come from a mission background and they need right. to just stay on that train um, and keep that motivation. And what better mission than the mission of archery, a mission that's almost impossible to perfect, you know, unless you're Robin hooding every arrow at every distance um, you know, it's that constant drive. And I think that um, it, it can't, could not be a better sport for what he's trying to do. I agree. Um, you're getting people outside you know, like you're getting people outdoors, they're getting, the, they're getting the natural healing of being outside. And then, yeah, the, the hope for the future of, of an, of an adventure that you get to go on. I mean, yeah, to me, I, I didn't serve and it, it's a, it's a regret that I have that I didn't serve. So I, I hope, and, and it's something that I definitely want to talk to some psychologists to make sure that I'm not, you know, that I'm not like, assuming something that's not correct because, but, but I do feel like I agree with you. Like if people have a mission in life, if people have a goal and they have something to look forward to, that's, that's so powerful. It's extremely powerful. And, you know, I, I think too, the individuals like you, like you were saying, Brandon, like Dan, Dan and, you know, Dudley and just people that have an Aaron that have the, the following or they do, we're they all, do. we're all the, we have that same drive. We have all that same passion for, for archery, right. With to get out there. And that's the one thing, like, I want to ask you, you're successful in what you're doing in, obviously, like you said, you you traveled the world. You, you did, you played in a band, you're, you're doing uh, real estate right now. And now the successful YouTube channel and doing archery, why archery? Um, that is, that is, I guess that's an interesting question, honestly, because it was something that I was super interested in. And like the, the thought of making real estate videos, um, it felt kind of greasy to me. Like, I mean, I could, I think that I could do it in a way and especially knowing what I know now, like more on the videography side and, and wanting to be a servant and help. But like my, my day job, I, you know what? I guess I'll say it this way. I burned out on music because I made music my job. I burned out on it. 
And so real estate is a thing that I'm still passionate about. I love the, the, it's the same kind of thing. There's a great community of people that are in real estate that are, some of them are just freaking brilliant. Like creative deals, deal structuring is so much fun. We're a part of some mastermind groups and watching these other people succeed is, is so much fun. But archery, like when I make a video, it's because I'm interested in learning about the thing that I just made the video about. Like I'm working on a trajectory video video right now where I'm standing at different distances, shooting at paper. That's exactly halfway between the target because I want to find out what my trajectory is shooting, you know, shooting from 20 to 70 yards with different arrow weights. Yes. I could go put it in a calculator, but that's boring as crap, you know? So, so like, I'm, I'm curious about that because everybody's like her trajectory on heavy arrows is horrible. And I was like, well, let's see how horrible it is. Let's find out. And I'll, I'll give you a preview. It's not as bad as you'd think. But, <laughs> I'm super pumped that you are doing that because I've been tinkering with this for a while and I'm just going to stop right now and just watch your video. (laughs) No, no. I mean, there are charts. Like if you want to go look it up, you can, you know, on Archer's Advantage, you can put in all the information that you want. And if you really want to like math nerd it out, you can do it that way. But I like to do the stuff in person and see, and see the variance. But yeah, uh, those are the kind of things that I want that like, it's so interesting, these little conversations that keep coming up in the industry, um, you know, bow poundage, like, uh, you know, Nate Sellers, average Jack, who we were talking about earlier, he's shooting a 60 pound bow to hunt with. And I'm kind of like, why are you shooting a 60 pound bow? Like you, you're a big guy. Come on, like, like go more. But then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Is that enough? He's a 31 inch draw. So now I'm kind of like, man, I need to go take my Nexus four and I need to, cause it's at 60 pounds. I need to dial that thing up to, into to 31 and I need to just check speeds on everything and see like, is this still a killable bow? And so that gives me a video idea of like, all right, let, let you know, and then hopefully the information is presented in a way that if a guy's a 27 inch draw with a 60 pound bow, he goes, okay, no, I mean, I can shoot a 450 grain arrow with a fixed blade broadhead and this is money. You know, this is a killing machine that can be confident in it. So I don't even know what the original question is. I just started opening my mouth and talking, which is what happens often. <laughs> hey, man, that's the best. It was, it was why, why archery? And, and that answered it beautifully. Just because. All right. yeah, yeah, that's right. It was why archery. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think it was just because it's fun and it's still fun for me. And it's like I said, the reason I'm making the videos is because they're still fun. And I want to keep learning stuff about archery and, and, uh, and yeah that's that's the reason yeah music to my soul and uh we just became best friends <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah now you just went on a hunt with dan we had dan on a couple weeks ago and uh, yeah i listened to it yeah it was a good podcast awesome man thank you and uh for checking that out and he he's someone that i man i, I really do i look up to just because of of his hustle he's a he's a hustler and and uh what was that that bear hunt like and like kind of what was your motivation slash i don't want to say goal going up there just because like you said you've never you never shot a, a until the, until that time uh, a black bear yep. so like spoiler alert if you haven't checked out his video um but at the same time you hear you know the big guys in the industry like oh we go to lanai to brush up and get ready for elk in june with our families or we go out going hog hunting and testing out different broadheads like what was your did you have any type of philosophy for going out there with dan other than just going out there and hunting with a good dude yeah. I mean, so let's see, Dan and Tim 
I met them through Instagram. I think Tim reached out and messaged me first because Tim's like, Tim is his Dan's producer basically. And you'll see Tim in plenty of the videos. Um, He's newer to archery than Dan is. And, but, but he's like, as far as video goes and editing, he's like, he's on point. He really cares about the product that they put out. And so, so I learned a lot about that. That was why I wanted to go out there. I wanted to learn from Tim on the video side and the editing side. And so every time the camera's off, we're, I'm asking him questions, just pummeling him with questions. Um, and then with Dan, obviously like just knowing Dan's hunt experience. And then they were nice enough to say, dude, I've, I've got a cabin up here. You can come stay with us in the cabin. And then we're going to go out and hunt. And I was like, this is, I can't, I can't pass that up. And, and I'd never, I'd, I'd, I'd ground blind hunted black bear once in East Tennessee and didn't see one for, you know, I did it for three days. Um, didn't see anything. So this was, you know, like first big, you know, Western black bear hunt. And I mean, getting to spend time, it's the whole thing. Like, like I said, getting to spend time that around people that are motivated and living the crap out of life is infectious. And like Dan, Dan and his wife, I'll give you, you know, like I I called Dan the last day I was there and I was like, Hey man, I'd love to explore. Do you want to go do some backpack, uh, you know, some backpack work and we can go, you know, hike some trails. And he was like, uh, yeah, come over to the house. And I was like, okay. And then he gets there, he throws me some, some shorts and he was like, get in the garage in 10 minutes me and my wife are going to kick your ass and we're going to do a CrossFit workout. And I was like, no, I want to see stuff. And he was like, in the garage right now. And, but like his vegetable garden is perfect. His yard is perfect. His house is kept perfect. His, his physique and his wife's physique are perfect. Their diet is perfect. Their kids are perfect. They are just hyper motivated people that literally just squeeze every bit of juice out of life that they can. And I wanted, I wanted to be around that. And it was exactly what I thought it would be. Like I've rejoined the gym. I'm throwing kettlebells around. I'm doing all the thing because I know if I ever get the chance to hunt with Dan where I'm having to follow him, he's going to beat the crap out of me. And I can't let that happen. I have to be able to keep up with him. So like, that's another thing where that changed the trajectory of my life a little bit, where literally if I just stick with exercising by the time I'm 40, I'm going to be in really good shape. I'm in better shape now than when I started, but like, yeah. So, so that, that whole hunt was considerably more valuable to my literally life trajectory than I probably will, um, will understand until maybe five or 10 years from now. So this is why I love doing this because someone could just watch that video, see Brandon McDonald out there and be like, Oh, it must be nice that, you know, they're cool. They're on YouTube together. They're shooting and blah, 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 blah. But you don't get that background. You don't get the why Brandon went out there and knowing the impact that that hunt had on you, that trip had on you. Like you didn't say one thing about the black bear. You know what I mean? Like, which is, which is awesome. And that's a testament to Dan and Tim and his wife and all that type of stuff. So, you know, that's that, that right there is why I love having that opportunity to speak with you. It is time for this week's Vortex Nation Highlight. What's up, everybody? Paul Stewart coming at you with a tech tip. Today, I want to talk to you about 
setup notes. Now, this is something that everybody should be doing with their bow, but very few people actually take the time to do. It's that time of year. Everybody's getting their bows dialed, whether they're taking them to a pro shop for a tune-up or they're doing the work themselves. After you get that thing shooting and dialed exactly how you want it to, it's important that you write down some specific measurements. I'm talking about axle to axle, brace height, the height of your peep from your knocking point. If you shoot a kisser button or a nose button, what's the measurement of that from the knocking point? As well as your actual measured draw length, not just what the setting is on your bow. If you do these things, then you at least have something to refer back to in the future the next time you go in for a tune-up. Or if you have any issues with your bow, you can look back to it to diagnose the problem. Shoot straight and good luck this season, guys. It sounds like a movie quote or something, but shout out of a cannon. If you had to pick your, you know, you're going on your dream hunt. You, you know, it's your last week on this planet dream hunt. What is your setup? What is your bow and arrow setup? Okay. So as of right now, I'm, I'm wanting to hunt the biggest grizzlies that you can find. So wherever we find those, uh, that's, that's the dream hunt. So if I'm hunting grizzly, I want a, okay, here's what I want. I want the quality of the manufacturing of, of prime. I want the, the hold of Matthews. I want the grip on the PSE. I was not expecting. (laughs) I know, I know, dude, honestly, It's surprising the crap out of me, but the consistency that I'm getting out of the PSE and it's 100% because of the grip, it, it's blowing my mind. And then if you look at like, just turn around and look at your, at your Nexus in the background, it's the manufacturing on that bow is so clean. The paint is gorgeous. The, the work that's on the aluminum, like the, I, the machines are dialed. Okay. So as far as bows go, um, so yes, I would want a, I would want an, an, an amalgamation, a mix of all those. The Hoyt uh, Venom 33, I'm trying to think of what parts I would want on that. You know what the funny thing is? I wouldn't bring any of the parts of the Ventum over, although it's probably the bow that all around I'm enjoying shooting the most this year out of any of them. Mm-hmm. But it's odd to me. It's, it's uh, I don't would know you, why. I, would you say you would transfer maybe the draw cycle of that bow to that dream bow? Is that it's something it's good, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's any better than the Matthews, right? Like there's, there's a hump in the middle of it. That is more noticeable to me. The Matthews has all the Matthews has always been, there's some more tension, some more mud when you get to a certain point, but it doesn't feel as humpy. Um, but it's also the best cam they've, to me, the, the, the binary that they've switched to, it's the best cam that Matt, that Hoy has had in the whole RX lineup. I didn't really like, but like, this year the venom is great and i took it to tack last week and it was super solid like i so all right so let's go back to the bear hunt now because that was obviously i'm confusing people with what i'm doing but i don't care this is my dream (laughs) this is my dream scenario um so arrows um i'm going to say either a victory or a day six arrow I've just, I've had great luck with those day six arrows. Everyone they've sent me has been so consistent. Um, I haven't had one bad arrow in the bunch in the bunch and they're all spinning great. Um, victory. I not victory kind of just holds a special place in my heart. I think, cause I've shot them for the last like four years off and on. It's like an ex-girlfriend that you just keep going back to cause you just can't get away from her. Um, 
It's got and, a great and, doesn't want to yell victory after they've, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And then um, I think probably just because I've had such good luck with them, probably the Iron Will. Um, and on a Grizzly, I would imagine I'd want that like solid wide. And I'd probably want 100 grain or a, yeah, 100 grain stainless um, half out on the front. And probably, I think, I think Bill makes a 200 grain wide. And if he did the single bevel in the wide, I would, I would take that. Um, as far as scopes go, I like my black gold, but there's some things about it that I'm not a huge fan of. Like the, like the pins, I don't think they've figured out a great way to get those pins to move up and down. Like on the pro site that I've got, it's like, I can't ever remember. Are you undoing both of these little Allen things at the same? How much do you have to go out? And I'm the spinny dials. I just, I just loose them all the way and just kind of jerk them around with the, you know, with the, with the key to get them where I want them to go. Um, but overall, that's a super solid site. So I would probably say Black Gold or maybe the new Spot Hog as far as sites go. Um, yeah, that probably does it for me. Sweet. I'm going to play this back. And with, you know, the beauty of today's technology and all the equipment that I have in my basement now, I might be able to put that all together, but we'll see. What I would love, what I would love it. If you could build that bow, I, I literally have thought about finding somebody who's great with this kind of stuff and just cutting bows and doing stuff into pieces. It would be, it would be amazing. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the PSE. Like I was shooting it before we got on. For me, the hold on that bow, I don't understand why, but my follow through, I've always struggled with this. Cause I, I basically like just my, my front arm just kind of dumps around but with that bow, the shot just explodes for me. Like it feels so good. And I've measured everything and I cannot figure out why this feels different than the rest of the bows. Cause the measurements are all super close to spec with everything else. Um, the Nexus took me a long time to get it dialed where I wanted it to get dialed. Yeah. Uh, same How about here. you? Okay. It, it was like this, the never ending saga actually, um, that's the name of my uh, little hustle on the side, if you want to call it that, is Keystone Precision Archery. So I actually messaged you a couple of times regarding this being this thing being like the most untunable bow of all time. And you, you actually made a couple of great suggestions. And what I ended up happening was I had to actually swap the top limbs around. Yep. Uh, I swapped Same the thing. Top, and then I shimmed everything to the right. And then it was like the stars aligned. Okay. And, and you know what? Once it got dialed in for me, it was like, oh, there you were like it was the exact same thing i took it into the shop it's the only bow i've brought back to the shop since i've set my stuff up the only one like every other one i've been able to figure out what the heck is going on but but with the prime literally took it in we told the whole thing down swapped the limbs around um yeah and and got it set up and now now that you're saying the keystone thing and that you've yeah i remember you know i remember talking about it because i was basically uh, in the dms about like this is the most untunable bow. Like, I don't know what to do with it. Like I'm <laughs> one and I was like, you know, yeah. So thank you for yeah, talking about it. I love it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's like I said, I I'm in the same boat where now it feels great and I've got arrows that I like for it. So I can go out there and I can, you know, and I can hammer it. And I, it's literally the machining on it is gorgeous. Like it is a beautiful bow. And as long as it stays, in tune like it is it'll, it'll be fantastic but I, I guess maybe that's a good takeaway for anybody like if if you want a bow 
if you don't know much about bows, maybe then maybe this isn't a great first bow unless you really got a shop that's willing to take time with you to get it set up the right way. Um, cause it's relatively adjustable. Like it's, it's got some adjustment stuff, but, um, yeah, I don't know why there, it was just a little complicated to get dialed in this year. There's I, another, another guy on YouTube, uh, has tremendous videos. I cannot remember his name. I'll have to message you after this, but, um, he actually sets up like a laser and a laser board in his basement and, and measures the amount of torque in the risers on these various and that's what's so on getting this nexus is that this riser design had the least amount of torque in it now, i know it's just a guy in his basement with a laser but it seemed very scientific and thorough so i went with it um, yeah i want to i want to see that and the dual cam thing makes sense to me like that that it would that it would yeah. aid in you being able to torque or mm -hmm. you know aid in you being able to not torque Mm -hmm. And I love the, the black three last year, the grip on that thing. Like, I don't know what it was. I love the way the, my, my hand just felt under the shelf on that thing. I, I, I just love that grip. So, yep. yeah, I was, I was pretty lucky with my four, obviously at the time I didn't have my bow press and I wasn't working on my own stuff. I mean, I just got some, some new strings to, to throw on it. So I'm, I'm going to be doing it myself. So but Ooh, new strings on the prime and you're going to do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first, first one I'm working on. So I'm, you know, I know Jim's probably gonna have to yep. walk, walk me off a, a cliff a couple of times, but, <laughs> uh, but man, like you said, Brandon, when that thing's shooting and it's on, I mean, I took that to tack at PA and I shot with Jim on the knock on course and I was feeling pretty good. And, and that even That's on, great, man. Yeah, on that Saturday, we were shooting with a couple guys and first on the course that we were shooting, the first 14 were more of like, you know, tricky shots, technical shots. And after like shot 14, it seemed like from 14 to what, Jim, would you say 20? Like those next yep. six, six shots were, I mean, directly straight uphill. And I'm, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's one of my weaknesses. I, I admit, and I was in the money and I <laughs> sent one over and I was like, shoot. And then it was kind of in the head. And as I was coming back around the trail, cause Jim was in a, a group or two behind me, I was like, dude, just give me a, a little pep talk here. And then the last like four shots were downhill shots, typical whitetail PA type style. And I was, I was back in the game. And then Sunday we were on the knock on course, Jim and I, and it was, it was a good time. And I, I felt pretty confident. I'm excited to, to run, run that setup for, for uh, hunting this year. Nice. So you're running the Nexus four and yep. then Jim, are you running a four as well? A four. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Those tack events, man, are so like helpful. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, I, I live, I have 25 acres and it's really, really steep. So I'm lucky that I can go throw my Reinhardt 18 and, you know, 18 and one off the edge of something and let it tumble down 70 yards and take some pretty gnarly shots. But like most, most of the time in Tennessee, you can't do that, but getting out there and shooting, you know, I did the, the hole that John Dudley was on, on, on our knock on course, he was at hole number, you know, whatever, 14 or 15. I was feeling like crap the first day we decided to shoot knock on the first day for some reason. And I'm, you know, altitude and drinking too much the night before I'm shaky. And, and then John standing behind me with my camera, like, Hey, if you're going to, you know, if you're gonna make YouTube videos, man, you got to get this thing in the 12 right now at 108 yards or whatever. And <laughs> It's, it, but it's the ultimate in learning how to go out West to hunt yep. or like, I mean, making an 80 yard shot on a bedded, you know, on a bed, a big bedded Reinhardt target is so gnarly. But when you do it, it's so rewarding. Like when you let it go and then you have that second where you're just like, please. And then, thugunk, 
and you walk up to it, you know, there was a couple that like 90 yards that I drilled the 12 ring on. You'll walk up to those and you're just like, I'm super good at archery. Yeah. I'm, super good. I'm really good at archery. <laughs> yep. Yep. Taking the photos and everything. Oh man. Yep, that, yep. That's great. Now, did you yeah. do, did you do the Tennessee shoot this year? I didn't. I was, I, I was going to do Tennessee and I was going to do Texas, but I had work conflicts with both of those like work trips. So I, and then we were going to do South Dakota so South Dakota, I was going with my brother-in-law and his wife and my wife. And they were like, hey, it's Sturgis. Like the Sturgis Harley rally is like either the, the same weekend or the weekend after. We just don't want, I don't want to go up there and be fighting like 100,000 Harley people trying to get into restaurants. And so I was like, all right, let's 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 bail on that one. And then we'll, we'll sign up for, uh, the, uh, I think it was Seven Springs was the name of the mountain, but it's Glenwood Springs. Suns- no, Sunset something, whatever, Glenwood Springs in Colorado. And that was the one we went. Okay. And then I'm leaving in two weeks and I'll go to the uh, Park City, Utah one as well. And I'll go to that one by myself. Nice. Which by the way, if anybody wants to hang out, I'm literally going to just be by myself, just doing nothing. So if you listen to this podcast and you're going to be in Park City, just hit me up and we'll go like have a beer. Cause go, nothing. go check, go check out my, our good friend, Preston Ward. He's going to have a booth down there. He runs mountain physio. He's a, okay. a physical therapist, and he's solely in Utah. He's working on outdoor individuals, uh, adventurers, hikers, hunters. Um, I don't know if you can see that <laughs> right yeah, now. T- yeah, Tim's gone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, check, check out Preston. He'll be at both of those because he lives just right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm always down to, I mean, talking to those kinds of people to keep you like to keep your longevity. That's, that's definitely something in the future. Cause I'm getting gray hairs getting, you know, probably getting arthritis in my shoulders soon. So yeah, that's great. That's awesome. We're excited already for next year because I mean, we'll obviously do other Pennsylvania tack, but Jim and I have are planning to do one of the Utah or Montana, Montana. one next year. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, too, man. Honestly, like if I could just do a tack tour, I would totally do that. It's so fun. Like it's exhausting. You hike around for five hours shooting, but it is so much fun and it's such good prep. Yeah. Like it's such good prep. Well, that's where like, even on like, honestly, after Sunday shooting with, with Jim at knock on, like I kind of left that weekend like kind of like you said, Brandon, like I'm pretty good at archery. You know what I mean? Like you get that, you know, Jim and I've been talking about having that, getting that swagger back, uh, when you get mentally, you know, screwing yourself in, in your shot and I feel pretty good. And, you know, I was out shooting yesterday and you know, my 55 yard group was solid and that's as far as I could shoot where at my in-laws at the time. Uh, but yeah, I, it's, it's, they're exciting. Like you said, nothing gets you ready, more ready than that. Than other than for us, when you get up in a tree to do your own practice, practical shots like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When, for you guys, when you strap into the saddle and, and, but that's the thing when you get up in the saddle and now you're shooting 30 yards, you're like, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty dang. That's pretty easy. Do you guys have any Western hunts planned this year? So, I went out last year, but this year we don't. We were debating. Okay. I was actually one of my buddy Tim's that Tim that we went out with last year. They were hopefully going to draw Wyoming. Once we knew they they didn't draw it, we we're like, okay, screw it. So we're actually going to Jim's going to come with us. We're going to do an early season whitetail hunt in Delaware. We have some friends in New York and Ohio could be a possibility. So really, we're going to take a Western break this year, but then next year yeah. I'm definitely if if all else fails, if I don't pull certain tags, I will be doing over the counter Colorado just to, just to get out there and camp under the stars and just 
hike my face off. Yeah, man, that's great. Yeah. Armed hiking. That's what I call a couple of the trips when you, uh, yeah. when you, when you don't fill the tag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's totally worth it. Yeah, man, I got the bug. I want to buy something out there. I want to buy something out West and I just want to go park it for literally like August through November, you know, like when the snow is just starting to get bad. And then I want to come back to Tennessee because yeah, there's, I mean, I grew up in Colorado, like right at the base of the foothills Yep. and I didn't realize I didn't realize, I mean, you always, I kind of, I kind of knew like, I'm going to miss this thing when I leave, but like, I really miss it now. Yeah. Oh man. That's awesome. Well, Jim, you got anything else for Brandon before, uh, kind of wrap Um, it up? I mean, not, I mean, we can go on, I can go talk to Brandon, but we'll just let it it for the viewers and the listeners, the next podcast and, and his future videos and stuff for right now. Yeah, Brandon, all, all I got to say, man, is honest to goodness, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. I enjoy the shit out of them. Pretty cool thing to have you on. And, you know, what what's in store for you for this year? Um, Man, a lot more videos, hopefully. I mean, I've got a lot more things that I want to learn about. So a lot more things that I'm going to learn about and then post it to the, you know, post my learning to the public. Um, I've got, I'm going out with Earl from Cutter Stabilizers August 15th to do Colorado Antelope. So we'll get to test those, uh, get to test those cutters in the, in the wind. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, I'm going to do South Dakota mule deer with Travis Johnson. Um, Travis was the guy who he was cameraing for crispy. He and Chris would go out a lot together. Um, Travis is like freaking dude. He won the tack truck one year and he's, you know, I think he, he went to one shoot. He's got four entries in the, in the truck draw for this year. Like he's just, a, he's next level dude, as far as Archer goes. Um, and then I'm still looking for an elk thing. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do for elk. And then, yeah, hopefully I'll get to go out with the indoor, uh, enduring warrior folks in January and get to do either deer or, um, or just javelina because javelina would be amazing. Like that would be, I'd, I'd fly to Arizona just for javelina. And then I've got an Oklahoma whitetail lease, uh, this year that we've been prepping with Kirk bonds, who is, uh, like He's on his way to probably win in Texas state uh, shooter of the year this, you know, this year in his, uh, in his age class, he's just, a, he just knows a crap ton about this stuff. And I've been learning a bunch from him. He did, he went, uh, he, he guided the elk tour that I was on or the elk trip that I was on last year. Just a, yeah, just a, a freaking ton of knowledge out of that guy. So uh, I've got, I've got a pretty busy fall when you lay it out that way. Yeah. That sounds like a hell of a, a tour and, and uh a lot of fun trips and a lot of fun content on the way. So Brandon, yeah, where, hopefully. where, where could people find you if they're already not following you and uh, plug that stuff? Yeah, sure. So on Instagram, it's Brandon McDonald underscore archery, Brandon McDonald underscore archery. Uh, and then on YouTube, if you go uh, just a YouTube Brandon McDonald and uh, I'm the white guy that comes up, there's a black NFL player who's a uh, Brandon McDonald, but he does not do archery content that I know of. that's great oh man that is awesome well you know and definitely people like brandon mentioned already in the podcast that mere mortal clothing and hats are going to be coming back on soon so when they drop get them because again they sold out in 12 hours and i'm sure that's going to happen again so grab those brandon thank you for coming on everybody check them out thanks for listening thanks for the support till next time antler up That's a wrap for another episode of the Antler Up podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out and be sure to head over to antlerupoutdoors.com, our Facebook page, Instagram, and YouTube. And also, if you would like to be a part of our Vortex Nation highlight each week, just send me a message on our Instagram or an email, however you see fit, and we could get you squared away and be featured on the podcast. So thanks again, everybody. Till next time, Antler Up.